You sound like a Dutch Cartman. <laughs> I don't care. We're going with it. Welcome to Reshoot Amateurs No Suits. Too many movies to explore. Ruthie, actor, and Ed laugh till the end. Let's see something never done before. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Reshoot, Amateur's Guide to Gooder Film. We try to make movies more to our liking or fix them, however you want to say it. I'm like, nah, it needs, it needs more workshopping. Okay. We make movies better, objectively better. <laughs> I mean, he's right. And you should say it. So yeah, reshoot. We're uh underwater. And we are Oh. Ed. Ruthie. Kirsten Stewart. Okay, yeah. Hot take. Like, I'm actually Hector. Although it's not going to be a hot take at this podcasting table, Kristen Stewart is a really good actress. I mean, y- yes. Again, she got flack for Twilight. Yeah. She did the best with the material she had because I have yes. seen the Twilight movies finally. Speaking as someone who has tech- listened to the audiobooks of Twilight and having seen the movies, she did play Bella to character. Bella is kind of emotionally stunted throughout the books. Isn't that just so the uh, Bella can be a self-insert for the girl? True. Who's reading it? Yeah. I'm, I'm just asking. Oh. Uh, interpretation. So that all the little preteens could pretend to be Bella because there's not much description on her emotions. So they're like, Edward, Jacob. No, Keith. <laughs> no, Keith. Yeah. Underwater. Uh, I, I I made the mistake again of picking a movie that is good already. I'm about of. to say, like, did are you trying to are you trying to fuck with us here? Like, no, no, it's just that like I'm joking. You're fine. I I enjoyed this movie. It's obviously not perfect, but it, it surprised me how good it was. Yeah, no, it's a thing, and I trapped you into this. So Ed, do you want to give the uh, summary? Well. Summary of this movie. Uh, so Kristen Stewart is, or there's a drilling site at the bottom of the Mariana Trench, and Kristen Stewart works there, right? And then a big boom happens, and everything starts falling apart. She eventually meet meets up with four other workers. Rodriguez, Paul, Smith, Rodrigo. Or, yeah, Rodrigo, yeah, Rodrigo, Paul, Emily, and Smith. Emily Smith and Captain uh, Lucian is his name. You find out mm-hmm. later. And they need to uh, get out. They need to find a pod to go back to the surface to survive because it's all falling apart. And uh, if a certain part ex- fails, there's a nuclear reaction explosion that's going to happen. Right. They eventually all meet up together and they need to get to the pods to return to the surface to survive this. Okay, so they get on these, they put on these, like, diving suits that definitely wouldn't work at the bottom of the Mariana Trench. I mean, they, they aren't designed to work for extended periods of time. It's implied that they're only used for sh- short jaunts for, like, maintenance stuff. Yeah, 
but even then, I don't think anything that covers the human body like that would survive the Mariana Trench pressure at all. It, they look any, like well, it, it's it's look, suspend your disbelief. They look yeah, like I know, I know, of, I know. I'm just saying it looked like a mix of Warhammer, like the Warhammer human Imperium, Space Marine, Space Marine. Thank you, Space Marine, and a mix, and that and like Space Ranger, if that makes sense. They reminded me of the the sam- space samurai suits from the alien movies. Oh yeah, just a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I could see the space ring with the chest piece, not the helmet. Anyways, the helmet was the space ranger from like Buzz Lightyear. Oh. Oh. Yeah, or the space marines from StarCraft, more like actually. I've never they seen have, StarCraft. They have they have a big visor like that. Anyways, uh, and yeah, they they go down to, they do the the. The walk first, right? Like the first walk to like a different location. Well, you're well, first they they're in the middle of the thing, and then they have to get down. So they're on the the outside the outside elevator, and they're going down, and then they meet the little squid baby in the body. Oh yeah, that. Yeah, they're in the hell of the elevator. The elevator. The elevator. Yeah, yeah. And then they get Sorry. out, and they're like, "Oh, there might be a body," and then they go check out the body, and then. Oh, the body's holding a squid baby. It's just like Alien. Oh, yeah. And as they're going down the elevator, uh, Rodrigo Rodriguez? Oh, well, or Rodrigo? Do we have R- to... Rodrigo. Question. Do we have to explain every death? Because that might take a while. Well, we can just, well, we can just go over it. Like, oh, fair enough. Okay. Rodrigo like, picked a faulty suit. So he uh, implodes because the... The water pressure. Yeah, yeah, the water pressure, the crack in in his thing cracks too much and he gets crushed by the pressure. And then they power through. Should I skip something? You didn't. Not really. Well, there was the explosion in the beginning, but that was it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because they do some... Well, yeah, yeah. They, they meet up and then they go through and then they find the suit. Yeah, whatever. So they do the elevator and then they go walk to the next station over, right? Mm-hmm. And in there, what happens in there? I don't even remember. They just uh, like on the way find... on the walk there, they find out that uh, Smith Scrubber, uh, it oh, isn't yeah. working. His he can't get oxygen when he's in his suit, and they don't have a spare. Yes, they do not have a spare. They find that and like they're resting in that place, and then they have to get to what is it like some other station? Shepherd, I guess Shepherd Station. I think it's yeah called. Shepherd Station. Yeah, the. Uh, the they call it something also, like a specific name. Anyways. Oh, the, the Rubus? Or, the, their end goal is the yeah. something bus. Yeah, they the something drill. bus. Yeah, where the pods are, where they find, where they know there are pods. And uh, they get on their suits, they traverse through here, and they go outside again. After the baby, they find the little weird baby thing, and a whole bunch of weird noises are happening. And on the walk through the station that they're in, Paul, right? Mm-hmm. Gets grabbed by one of the things, and he literally gets pulled through his suit and dies. Mm-hmm. And they go on; they go out to the spacewalk again, and Captain gets snagged by one of those these creatures. And if I uh, get a good scene in, and the, the creature, uh, and Nora, Crystal Nora. Stewart, yeah, yeah. They're, they're oh yeah, like... no, 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 yeah, and they're tied together, and they yeah. get pulled, and the creature grabs Captain and starts going up and the weird change of pressure will kill their suits so captain opens his suit to make Nora let go of him and then he explodes basically from the pressure 
in the suit and the surrounding thing. And then Nora falls back to the bottom, gets to a, an abandoned first station where she rests up and fixes her, or fixes an, a suit, a new suit, because hers was degrading from lying on the ground for so long. Really cool scene, very capable character. And then she goes off to find Emily, Emily and, and Emily and Smith. Paul and Smith. Emily and, Smith. Right, Smith. and then she finds out that Emily has been pulling Smith for like miles on the bottom of the trench trying to save him, which she does. And they get to the station that they need to. Uh, there's only two pods left that are functioning. Oh, you forgot to mention what happens when they're on, almost at the inside the station. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Uh, well, when they're almost yeah, they look back to like the main drill, and they see a whole bunch of these creatures, and also they have to walk through as these sleeping creatures before the station. But but a bunch of the creatures coming up from where the drill is, and then a big one, and it looks a lot like Cthulhu because it is. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they drilled into under the Mariana Trench, and that's where Cthulhu's hiding, um, sleeping. And then they go in. Uh, there's only two pods left, and Nora, Kristen Stewart's character, puts Smith and Emily in there, and she stays. Well, she puts Smith in it, and then she punches Emily into the cell. Yeah, yeah, she forces Emily, and Smith is, like, almost dead, basically, because he can't breathe. He couldn't breathe. Yeah. Uh, for what seems to be, like, it seemed to be, like, an hour. Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't breathe well. And yeah, she puts them in there and I she does do a thing that makes it explode, right? Yeah, uh so Cthulhu sends the the little squid minions, the squidnions out yeah. after the the pods, the pods. And, and then she's like watching this and she's narrating like at the very beginning of the movie and the Cthulhu does a mm, big stretch and then she's like uh she looks down and she turns the reactors all the way up to maximum. Oh so, yeah, and they're already damaged. Yeah, and yeah. it gives 60 seconds, and she's like, uh, the cool thing was, like, uh, in that little monologue, she was like, in the dark. Uh, she said a thing in the beginning, the yeah. movie narration, and it ends with her narration, mm-hmm. which was a good callback out. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was not, not, well not a lot of narration, and I felt that it was, well, I think Kristen Stewart's a good enough character where she can get the main gist yeah. of it without the narration, just with her face, but. Yeah, it's fine. But one of the things that she said in both was like, uh, "You don't tell time in the dark." And then four, three, two, one. Now let's explodes. light this shit up. Yeah. <laughs> and the facility explodes in this really cool scene of of like the the explosion. Like you just see Kristen Stewart's face, and the explosion is happening because there's water coming towards her, and she just kind of opens her eyes, and it's really cool scene. Also, the explosions in this movie. All look, sound, and like feel great and oh, yeah. amazing. So good. Can't like the, the the best the best one is when like the facility is nuke getting nuked basically. Like there's a scene of just like the hallway and just like boom 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 as the lights oh, at go the very out. Beginning? No, not at the very beginning, at the very yeah. end. Oh, right, right. Where the right. lights go out and it's like because in the beginning it's just like water rushing up and it's not very intense but the other ones just like the things just like collapsing in on itself and it's crazy there's also some good hints to cthulhu like 
the painting in the beginning when they're about to leave for the journey to survive. Right. And it then was there's like the oh, hell thing. And then when she's at the oh. station fixing up her suit, Nora, she uh then you say that there was like uh, some like markings of Cthulhu and stuff on the map? Uh no. In uh at the facility that she's at where she's repairing the second suit, uh she finds Lucian's locker, the captain and uh oh yeah and in the back of his locker he has like this conspiracy theory thing like yeah and then ringing the pins yeah yeah (laughs) and i could have sworn i saw something like dead man something but like yeah no he knew something was up yeah because the the big all the pieces all the string went to the mariana trench if i remember correctly to where where they were drilling also he had a dead daughter that was hinted at pretty well yeah it was a nice dead daughter yeah yeah his daughter's dead he had a memorial for her in his jacket a little oh uh, like the little oh. pamphlet that you get at funerals. oh yeah because uh, yeah because Nora, Nora said he had a daughter well she no, said it in pre- she said she said it in present tense he said it in past tense and then she, she's like she's my age not 14 he's like oh right yeah and then emily's like oh it's just because you feel like you're about to die you yeah forget she's like oh it's a trauma oh response, yeah yeah worry. yeah but she yeah. was actually 14 super dead no nah, super dead <laughs> Yeah, I kind of I missed that on both viewings of this. Wow, <laughs> I didn't pay enough attention to the little thing. I guess. Anyways, yeah, that's the movie. Super simple, super fast, enjoyable though. Yeah, this movie has like no fat. Yeah, no fat. Very lean. It's just yes. a lean, straightforward. Yeah. Very, movie. very, very. Yeah, it's very neat. Is what I would call this. It's a very yeah. neat movie. There's not too much going on they don't exposition dump because there's no reason to mm-hmm. really it's Might just change like with my fixes but uh i don't know for me yeah this movie was pretty great i think uh the only real changes i would make i had them and then i lost them nice just now damn oof do you need a minute yes you guys can start uh my likes First, like, Kristen Stewart, as I said, really good actress. She plays Nora, who's a very interesting character. Uh, one of the character traits that I especially, like, noticed and picked up on and kind of obsessed over. She calls herself in her opening monologue. She's like, oh, I'm, I'm, a sin- like, I'm too much of a cynical person. I don't even like to think of the glass as being full at all. It's empty. But right as she's saying that in the monologue, she's looking at this little daddy long leg spider that's like crawling around in the sink and her first instinct is to take a piece of like a paper paper. towel and try and rescue it yeah get it out of the sink because it couldn't get and she's like how'd you get in here (laughs) exactly instead of you know crushing the spider like oh life sucks it's no i if i can save you i want to and then in the next like not even minute the facility explodes and she see uh, she gets to the terminal and she needs to close the bulkheads, but there's people running and she might be able to let keep the door open just in time. But Rodrigo tells her like, "We got to close it now." But she waits till the last possible second. She doesn't strike me as a cynic at all with her actions, but she calls herself a cynic. And I, I don't know. I thought that was a really interesting character trait. Right? Yeah, that is a very know. interesting character trait. Yeah, because. People do that. They call. They think they are something, when their actions do not reflect what they think. Yeah, and it's not like I don't think cynics can be kind. It's just like there's 
she always she's always hoping for something else for another character she said that she would have sent lucian up the first time because he's got a kid she punches emily in the face because she just confessed her love to smith she wants emily to go see her dog again she wants to smith to give the bunny to paul's family i don't know Mm. she strikes me as hopeful not optimistic yeah Yeah. i've been rambling on about that honestly it's not even just her it's just like it's a killer cast i'm not really a tj miller fan and he was kind of i felt like he was dragging the movie a little bit a little you're being i mean this is definitely the best tj miller like the non not as annoying tj miller ever for sure on the scale yeah, this is definitely up there. Really? I feel like the only times I've ever liked them were the Deadpool films. Anything else, and I just hate them. But that's because, like, they it, it required his riffing. I don't know. This was him acting the least like himself. I still felt like he was like himself. The yeah. SpongeBob SquarePants theme actually, song thing annoyed me. I actually very much disliked him in the first Deadpool movie. Really? I did not like him at all. Really? You were laughing at some of his jokes when we went to go see it. Yeah, but... Uh, like the, the part I didn't like was the one where he's like riffing on to Ryan Reynolds when he's first like all cancerified. Oh man, I, I mean, it's like a whole minute of stupid, dumb jokes. Supposedly, they actually cut a lot out because yeah. they went like way too offensive that they destroyed the image. Uh, the scene, and the I th- I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they just let TJ Miller just like yeah. they just like come up with insults and just say them all, don't stop. Yeah. We'll I mean, yeah, it. that is the best way to get the, the good stuff. It, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, I liked that there was like almost no preamble to the actual like disaster movie. Because like she has a monologue. She saves a spider. There's a drip on her head. Wait, what? Oh, shit. And then everything happens. I don't know. It was like you yeah. have enough context. You have everything you need. Go. And yeah, that, yeah cause, that's because they. The, like I think in the intro they mention like or they show clips of like the deepest yeah, the, the trench the opening, blah, blah. opening yeah, credits the, yeah the credits are like newspaper headings it's yeah. It, yeah they did the Pacific Rim treatment yes yes which worked out very well because mm-hmm. I, I, I love how fast this movie just like we're in it yeah go <laughs> and you can tell I write my notes in chronological order because while like the very beginning of the underwater stuff i was like this movie is giving me thassalophobia like the the fear of open ocean water (laughs) yeah goodbye warm beaches never again that happened to my dad when he watched jaws as a kid yeah he lived in puerto rico so it's really hard for him (laughs) it took him like a month to get over there are no sharks in puerto rico and if there are yes but he was again he was like 12 when he saw the movie And the sound design definitely didn't help. That was crazy. Like, uh, oh yeah, the sound design was so good. Yeah, very spooky. Did the monster sound a little bit like uh, clickers to you guys? Clickers from Last of Us. Yeah, yeah. There was like one scene. I think it was the first time. It's like I didn't think clickers. They just sound like. I think the sound design on the on the monsters could have been more unique because they just sounded like you know high pitched shrill monsters they just yeah they like just quiet place me. monsters i haven't seen they have place. like they have like they just like scream the same basically to me all of yeah. these weird monsters there was one scene where i thought i heard clickers i don't remember that anyway it did they reminded me too much of the uh especially the squid baby in the elevator that reminded me a lot of uh 
alien. You know, you know, you know what the like bigger monsters reminded me of watching Frog. it the second time. Frog. No, scum from D D. Yes. Oh yeah. For <laughs> sure. Well, my first thought uh, when I saw like the the when they're like getting to the drill, like and she gets like the the foot in yeah. the face, I was like, that looks like a frog foot. And that that made me feel a little safe. I liked that. I enjoyed that actually. We're gonna throw that on my likes. Frog feet made me feel safe. We we could put the mon- that on a the monster just like encompassing the visor made you feel safe. No, the fact that the foot looked like a frog foot. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It just like brought me out of the movie. Okay, and, it made and that's me feel a like. Safe. Yes. <laughs> okay. It made me feel safe. A thing pulling you out of the movie. I love you. It's something that you liked about the movie. <laughs> Frog what foot. Is, what? Uh, Ruthie was French in a previous life. Got it. <laughs> With my love of butter? Absolutely. Oh, gosh. Anyways, um, I also liked against horror stereotypes, they were very smart. They followed safety protocols. I enjoyed that greatly. I didn't have to scream at them a lot except for one point during the elevator. And I will mention that in a moment. It also was a good kind of predictable. Uh, I don't usually watch horror movies. I've been watching them a lot more for the podcast. but uh, And Last Night in Soho. And Last Night in Soho. We watched that. That was a good one. But, uh, it's a horror? Oh, yeah. It's a thriller. Thriller. But, uh, okay. yeah. yeah, I would classify this as a thriller, not a horror. I mean, there's a lot of like jump scares and stuff. but uh, There's horror elements. Yeah. It's like a good kind of predictable where I was able to watch it and not constantly hide under the blanket. I was, I was. Uh, she squeezed my hand a few times. I was sque- squeezing his hand. I hid maybe twice. It was, you know more, it was more during gore scenes than anything else. Yeah. yeah. Better than usual. It's an improvement. Last one. The monsters didn't feel like cheaply made like in some of the other movies. Leak of this. Ordinary gentleman. I, I didn't even understand that. I'm right next to you. Oh. League of Extraordinary <coughs> Gentlemen. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's hard to cough that. Dislikes. The camera, it was really interesting, but sometimes it didn't always work. Sometimes it was a little too wonky, especially at the beginning. Like they, There they was a few scenes it. where it was like they switched a few times. Like they're doing more focus, and then they'd switch a lot and then back to focus, and it threw me for a loop. Yeah, or like uh, right after the... like either right before or right after they Nora and and Rodrigo rescued Paul there's a moment where they switch to first person and it's incredibly disorienting like it reminded me of jujitsu in the bad way <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> why the explode that's why the spinning scene seemed from which was sent flying explosion it reminded me of that scene where he gets grabbed where the dude gets grappled by the Alien Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. That's why. I was like, I'm, why am I getting like deja vu? Why did you remind me of that movie? <laughs> Best movie of the podcast, Jiu-Jitsu. I was really proud of that fix, actually. That movie was... It, so... was, it was really good. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway. Next is like, Rodrigo's death. I, I was... I, I get why. I, I understand all of the elements, why it came out that way. I just didn't like it. Why do you kill the black guy first? I know. Like I was going to be like, the black guy always dies first. It's I like, know. this is the if second you have, time. You ever seen Cabin in the Woods? They have to do that. Otherwise, the, the actual old gods get angry. <laughs> yeah, black but guy, he was. 
But Cthulhu wasn't exactly pleased by the end. I bet he was thinking, oh, man, I wanted to meet Rodrigo. He seemed like a real bro. <laughs> the worst part is, this is the second time Fox has done this. For first class, they killed fucking Darwin. Right. That- Darwin was cool. Oh yeah. No, like, I, I'm Justice sensing a Darwin. pattern here. That I mean, in my opinion, Darwin should have survived that. <laughs> He's supposed to survive that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's his thing. Next one. When they found the alien squid baby in the elevator and Emily's just like poking around at it, she's a research assistant and she's just like, I get, I get, I get it. Listen, I, I get it. Your entire lab and shit is exploding. You didn't pat gloves, but like, bruh, you're breathing the same air. You're touching it with your hands, not even like your suit hands, your hands, hands, bruh. Sometimes scientists are just gonna science. Yeah, but like <laughs> they're in a life or death situation, and this thing has like teeth, like teeth-like things in its tentacles. I can, I can you know your okay. enemy. I at the same time, I have a client who's usually very clean, but once in a while when he's picking up trash, he doesn't. He's just so interested in getting the extra bits of cans that he finds to recycle and get money from that he doesn't put on his gloves. So I get it. I still dislike it. That's fair. Also, it felt like everyone was asking pretty stupid questions because they're like, how did it see us with the light? Like, my guy, it's really cold. Light is going to have a temperature difference. That's probably how it noticed you if it doesn't have eyes. I don't know. The one time that I was screaming at the TV for them to do something was when the elevator was starting to, uh, right after the, the explosion of the, the big the big drill, the big drill tower. Hector can attest, I was sitting on this very couch going, put on helmet. I mean, I they mean, did. I mean, they, they did, did, but they, but like, as they're like, oh, is, is the thing exploding? I think the thing is exploding. I was just so tense. I hated it. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I, you can, you can rationalize it as in they only Freeze. have a limited amount of oxygen in the suits. Yeah, but like. Also freezing's a thing. Honestly, mm. if I was in that situation, I don't think I'd let go of that helmet. I think I'd have it on me at all times. I wouldn't leave it in the little back room. Because mm. that almost fucked him over when Paul was like, I'm going to close that door now. Oh, we need to open the door now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's waste unnecessary time. The last few are my little nitpicks. Uh, they built the, the, the electric cart and it can't go underwater, even though it's like more than eight miles below underwater i mean Ah. it's electric they can design a better system that's what i'm saying do something like magnetic oh i i i'm willing to forgive that one also they weren't expecting it to flood they should expect it to flood always assume the worst i can with all the stupidity i've seen with like natural disasters just fucking over so many buildings and shit i can believe it yeah, but like I don't know, not like NASA. Also, it wouldn't be Pat- fun if everything's handled perfectly. Yeah. I don't know. Path of least resistance. I mean, they used it at least. <laughs> yeah, they used it for a little bit. They used it for a little bit at least. I, for, I don't know. Also, the like, way to get for, for half of the movie. trip, they used it for half of the trip there. Also, it leads to the worst character in the movie being killed off. So I'm not mad. Uh, yes. So yeah, th- uh, that's pretty much my dislikes. Here's my fixes. And when I say fixes, I, I more mean like when I was watching this movie, 
I, I, I knew about the Cthulhu thing at the end. And uh, the only place my brain could go to th- fix, quote unquote, was to be like, okay, everyone seems to do cinematic universes wrong. I don't know. I'm opinionated. I feel like a cinematic universe should be vaguely hinted at or teased for at least three movies. Then you start getting into the meat and potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here how is how I would gently tease a cinematic universe. You're just sad that Color Out of Space didn't get successful. Incredibly enough, huh? disappointed. It had potential. One, in the scene where uh, they're getting into the elevator and Emily's freaking out. And she's asking Nora and Captain about their lives. Captain can mention, oh, my daughter was a sculptor. It is a sculptor. She used to sculpt. Uh, I'm pulling these from the original Call of Cthulhu thing because I was listening to that today and I'm a dork. Okay. So see if you can catch all the references. In the scene where all the characters are getting together and kind of meeting for the first time, you could either do Paul because you see he's a geologist or you can do Emily, although Emily just got one, so maybe just Paul. Uh, one, one or two of them could have been like, shit, this was the wrong call. I really should have gone to Antarctica. Not this bullshit. Oh, right. Yeah. Nora's fiance, she could mention instead of just like, oh, he went off diving somewhere. Uh, he was scuba diving, heard some kind of something about treasure off the coast of this little small town in, in Massachusetts. Uh, instead of that really creepy comment that Paul made, like, Nora, you beautiful half-naked elven creature. Flat-chested elven. I wrote it down. To yeah, us. you I, beautiful flat-chested flat elven creature. Yeah. yeah. And it, I want to shoot my that TV was, right then there. I, I actually <laughs> liked that, that, that line. That one I enjoyed. It was the funny. flat-chested was unnecessary. It was, but it I still just, liked it. As soon as I, I'm like, I'm, as I didn't, I couldn't recognize TJ Miller because I didn't have that scraggly mm-hmm. beard. As soon as, and I forget what his voice sounds like. As soon as I heard that line, I'm like, oh god, that's TJ Miller in this, isn't it? Yep. But instead of him making that line, I, I haven't figured out the exact wording, but it's something along the lines of, my brother showed me this prank of a book that told me I was going to die wet and stuck underneath something. I thought it was going to be sex, but I guess. <laughs> The, the, ne- the Necronomicon. Oh. It showed him his death, but he assumed. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And then uh, the last one. Oh, and with the, the sculpture thing, when Nora finds Lucian's locker, the captain, he sees the bas relief of Cthulhu in Lucian's locker. Also, bonus points the suit that she wears for the second. Have. leg of the journey her second suit the yellow one mm-hmm. you put this weird triangly insignia on the arm yeah and it's a yellow suit what the man in yellow the, the king in yellow, king yellow yeah pasteur oh actually can i take yes please one of please them? add on uh no instead of the fiance and i'm gonna steal this for mine because mm-hmm. we have weird ideas similar ideas the uh the fiance didn't die from going missing a treasure hunt he got in a shipwreck shipwreck remember cthulhu was coming out and then he got hit with the ship right so well, my thought was mm-hmm. uh he was investigating insmith and that's how he oh fair enough my idea was like he get cthulhu gets hit with the ship you know her fiance didn't survive and that's why cthulhu went back down and this is where the movie kicks off oh. and i'm gonna steal that first thing you'll see why later yeah oh, but yeah that, that's all i had i was 
I was just trying to like tease some other Lovecraft stuff. Ed, you got any? Got any Lovecraft stuff? Fixes. Yeah, or oh yeah, and do you oh. remember your fixes? Oh, fixes. Okay. Uh so yeah, I liked basically everything about this movie. <laughs> uh like the the big dislike, honestly, was uh just literally TJ Miller's death. Like but it didn't happen sooner? No, well, that too, but I don't know, but I don't know why. I don't know why, but the gore in this movie felt off. I feel like the gore in this movie didn't belong or didn't need to be as gory because uh, Rodrigo's death is very quick and not super gory. You don't see a lot. Well, no, not during, but after with all the bits. Yeah, I know, but you don't, see, you don't see that much, though. It's very quick how it glosses over that. And then T.J. Miller's death was just like, I don't know. It just didn't fit. Like, I don't think you need gore for this movie at all, really. I mean, it was kind of like a, as far as gore goes, especially for this podcast, it felt like a gender reveal balloon pop. (laughs) I hate you. It's a squid, baby. (laughs) Yeah, but like. This ain't Bloodborne. I don't know. I, I I wouldn't make it as gory. I didn't no, need I, that. I, no, I agree with you on this. That yeah. it how, doesn't need it. How would you? How would you have changed it? That how would you have made it a little less gory? Because I didn't feel like it was that gory. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, I think Rodrigo's death was fine because you don't see a lot. Uh, just for T.J. Miller's death, instead of like you know, what happens to him? Maybe he just like gets pulled enough that the, the 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 rope attaching them gets ripped off and then you see the helmet and then, and then and then you just see him get pulled off and maybe just like the visor is there left i'll say you can see some blood in the water yeah just a little bit just a little bit of blood just a, a spooky amount of blood yeah just enough about as much as what you what you see with rodrigo which is like barely anything another fix just remove T.J. Miller from the movie. Um, <laughs> uh, just wait, like is there, a different is there, char- a different actor. Do you have an actor in mind? James Marsden. James Marsden. Who's James there? Marsden. Uh, he's the dude. Are you agreeing with me? Yeah. He's the dude. He's uh, Liz Lemon's final love interest. <gasps> yeah. What's his? Fa- yeah, the guy from Sonic. Yeah. No, he's a really yeah, good actor. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. He's, he I actually pulled the jokes and be lovable. Yeah. Yeah. It would make up a better joke than flat chested elven creature. Other than that, really, like, I don't feel it needed Cthulhu at all. Are you kidding me? But we got him as a treat. But we got him as but a we treat. We were so good. We got him as a treat. Yeah. It didn't need I mean, Cthulhu, but it was the final. I think it made the movie a lot. Yeah. yeah it, 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 made, it made it more uh, endearing, for sure. Because it could have just been, uh, could have been just as bland as the fucking Mark Wahlberg oil rig explosion. Oh. Mark Wahlberg. It's like Horizon something. I don't watch Mark Wahlberg. Movies, it's it's so. it's the it's the one about the BP oil rig in the Gulf of Mexico exploding. They made a movie. Oh. Yeah, Wahlberg's I don't remember it. that one at all. But this one, especially at the very beginning, because yeah. it's the Mariana Trench, it reminded me of the Meg. So fun fact. <laughs> Fun fact, 
I still haven't seen it. Fun fact. Uh, you still the I still haven't seen it. Uh, yeah. We should watch it. The director originally wasn't gonna make it Cthulhu, but they didn't like the design. So like partway through, they're like, "Fuck it, just make it the old one." Just and, make it the great old one. Yeah, and it worked out pretty well. I don't know. I feel like you could have made. I, I don't know. Yeah, the Cthulhu. Like that's that's the best part about the movie Cthulhu reveal and like the creatures. But yeah, it could. I think it would have been just just as good as being just a normal uh, disaster movie without. Any oh no, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Stuff, which is. A lot to say because I think I think that's why it's good because they just like this is a disaster movie and then let's just sprinkle in some Cthulhu shit some 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 like supernatural monsters and stuff. It reminded me also a lot of what is that movie called? They go caving and they find some weird creatures. Uh, me of that one. Why did my first thought was Super Eight when I know that's not it? Yeah, uh, Chronicles Descent. It might be the descent. Is oh. that the one where they go down in the Paris catacombs and that's secretly hell? No. Oh, I'm that is that is this. Is, but there's another movie. Okay. Where they go caving. I think and, I know what you're talking about. And they find these weird, like flying creatures. But you know, that's just like straight up. Literally, horror. Power Rangers. That Power Rangers film would have fit, except for when you said flying creatures. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, but. Yeah, like I, I like how the the creatures is kind of like an afterthought, but not in a bad way. Yeah. Like they, they de- definitely put a good base of like this is the movie, and then just right on top creatures. Yeah. I also really like the scene when they're walking to the last location and all the creatures are sleeping there. And like I, I love how it's just like close-ups on their face mostly and like a wide shot of what they have to walk through. And you just see them like uh, like wincing yeah. and stuff, and like avoiding all their limbs and squiddy parts. Relatable. Yeah. I also really like the the scene for uh, when Captain first gets dragged. Uh they kind of stop in this weird floating thing. Yeah, it's like somewhere. this weird circular, like, circular like light thing. thing. Yeah, with lights yeah. and stuff, and like where you first see the creature like close up and like like skulking around. I really enjoyed that. No, that was a good scene. I really yeah. enjoyed that they just show you the creature like straight up, without it being shown. You know, just like in a quick flash, like diving for Nora. It's yeah. just like him, like actually like skulking around and seeing what's going on and it's a yeah. it's a good first hint to uh shenanigans the fact that it is uh the way that it crawls yeah. on the the lights rather than you know being underwater swimming it doesn't swim as much yeah it does not swim as much it's just like kind of like crawling and it's so cool yeah. i love that i love that yeah. so much i even think about that i also yeah. feel this i i i feel like the movie it does utilize like when they're in the suits, just like the camera right next to their face. I feel like it should utilize that more to get the they can't see shit basically feel across. Yeah, the worry I, I think with that though is like doing it too much and not showing your audience and being forced yeah. to tell. 
yeah yeah that's that's true yeah yeah it also feels like it lose the effect which is yeah. something i had a problem with in this movie it feels mm-hmm. like it used a few of its tricks too many times i feel like yeah with the camera work at the very beginning of the movie like i mentioned it in my dislikes the fact that it did a lot of weird stuff really early on kind of pulled me out of it in the not good frog feet way <laughs> but uh once we got under the wa- like in the the deep dark pressurized water then i feel like you have free reign to do whatever i get it i the world is your oyster literally yeah pun intended it's not a pun oyster underwater yeah i know but, uh, it is it is a wordplay it's wordplay i won't say <laughs> pun though <laughs> maybe wordplay um yeah but no this movie was pretty good mm-hmm. uh I, again yeah characters so good so good because uh, i love it um it's like interstellar basically i think interstellar sorry what you're kind of repeating yourself a little bit again am i uh, you've mentioned the characters when we were talking oh yeah well i just want to say that the characters are scientists first yes it's not I like in the Meg. like that yes they are it's scientists like first. It, it's like... Yeah, it's like, like Annihilation. Saw, like Annihilation. It's like, it, it's like it saw the Meg and it saw Annihilation. It, I, I, you can see the, the influences and like, yeah. I want to be better than that. I want to be as good as that. I want, I want, to, I want to invoke these feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Mm. Oh yeah, strong female leads. Emily's mm-hmm. a, Emily is like a little more like gets scared and freaks out more, but she still shows that she has grit. Yeah. And yeah. like knows w- what needs to happen to survive. She's Same with Nora. Moxie. Yeah, she's got the Moxie. It's a pretty good movie. I apologize. <laughs> I forgot how good it was. <laughs> no, you're fine. It was fun. Again, I appreciate. Like I've mentioned before, like we mentioned before, half the time we just use this podcast as an excuse to watch movies, whether they're good or not. I use it as an excuse to make you two watch movies. And I use an excuse to make you guys watch bad movies. Yeah. Which is what we should do more. Yeah. Oh, I should do that more because this is like the third or whatever f- movie that or fourth that is good that Don't we can't really fix too much. Don't worry, I'll help. Yeah. <laughs> we made a bet, and because Ed and I made a bet, and because both of us lost, Mirac- some somehow, somehow Ruthie now gets to pick a little more normal. So <laughs> we'll see how this goes. <laughs> And I found the perfect, delicious, scrumptious bad movie. This is going to be the Christmas, this is going to be the first Hallmark special, What for Ruthie, where she's like, where I, I picked the first one to mess with Ed, and now she's picking one to mess with me and Ed, but now she's going to hate the most. Oh, I yeah. For a fact. No, I watched the trailer. When Hector showed me the trailer of this movie originally, I hated it so much. You'll G- see. Good luck. I've never even heard of this movie. <laughs> Uh, can I go? Yes, sorry. Yes, it is You're your fine. turn. So, yeah, so I'll s- skim through the likes we've already mentioned. Uh, so, yeah, the movie starts hard. I wasn't expecting that. As soon as the water started dripping, like, I, I pop, like, and it exploded. I'm like, how far are we? I'm like, oh, we're three minutes. Oh, my God. We're, like, five minutes in. Yeah, it was, like, less than ten minutes, and people had already died. Yeah, I know. I'm like, jeez. Yeah, I think the, the water dripping happens, like, yeah, like, if you if you don't count the beginning credits it's like literally like five minutes in or less 
Yeah. Like, things start happening. Um, Emily, I like, okay, so I watched Iron Fist on Netflix, and I thought one of the highlights of that show, which there weren't many, <laughs> was, uh, I've seen both seasons, because uh, <laughs> I'm a masochist. I thought Emily, or Emily's actress, give me a second, my cat is playing around like crazy. Hey, Boomer. No. Emily played a character named Colleen in that show. And she was really good. She I, carried that show. She carried that show hard. Her poor shoulders. Yeah, her and the dude who played Ward. True. Both of them carried that show hard. The movie was just pretty, I guess, to go with the movie starting hard. It had a really good fast speed. Not too fast. It knew when to breathe. I like I like the, the checkpoint aspect of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it, it didn't get old, weirdly enough. I thought they all they had pretty good acting, especially like Kirsten Stewart surprised me with some of the more physical stuff. I haven't seen her much. So seeing her do like her hands were shaking and just like showing herself. Yeah, just physically. those little details. Mm-hmm. She's a good actress. Like actually being, yeah, like actually acting. Because you don't have a lot in Twilight. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame anyone for how they act in Twilight. The sound design's like really good, like you said. Uh, the screech, my f- favorite one was the screeches from the creatures when they hear the transmission the first time. Yeah, that was really good. Oh, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? When the uh in the room where they <gasps> all oh meet. yeah, I remember now. I remember now. Yeah, the, the little transmission radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> all right, fine. I already mentioned the diving suits. I as much as I didn't like that Rodrigo died first. The first death was so brutal, and it set the stage for the danger perfectly. And the first death wasn't even from a creature. You have this other danger also. The soundtrack, Jesus, you guys. It was so good. The scenes, especially the scene where uh, Emily's confessing her love while dragging Paul. Oh, yeah. that I, I, I was like, oh, this is Smith, good music. not Paul, Smith. I get them mixed up. Yeah. They have simple names. Smith has the bandana. Right. Thank you. Smith is not TJ Miller also. I forgot TJ Miller's name. I just said TJ <laughs> Miller. <laughs> he named his bunny Lil, Lil Paul. Right. Right. Yeah. I wish the Cthulhu design, and hear me out for this one, was just a little bit easier to see at some point or brighter because I'm nearsighted and I need new prescriptions and uh, for glasses. I couldn't get a good look at. I got. I saw a good look, but it was a little harder than it than I would have liked. But yeah. that's more on me. It's just like a little bit brighter for little accessibility. Just like a shade or two brighter, barely. I like how he's hard to see. I get it. I get why they did it. No, I I can't really get why they did it. This is like my least. Uh, you just dislike. You just wanted the Cthulhu. <laughs> Yeah, I just want a little bit brighter because, like, I knew who's in the movie, so I was looking from like, wait, uh, oh, you both, you both knew, damn, yeah, Yeah. we both knew. I almost suggested this movie instead of Annihilation, but then Hector told me, and I was like, oh, well, yeah, that that one sounds good. I'm not gonna pick this one. Let's do Annihilation. I'm sure there's something in there. And then it was like a perf, one of the best movies I've ever seen in my in a long time. That's yeah, it's good. Uh, dislikes TJ Miller saying you flat chested elven creature. Like I said, I wanted to just grab a grab my coat rack and just throw just it grab the, the cat. Why did nah, I like nah. that? Huh? Why, why did I like that? I don't know. Maybe it's just because it was so out of nowhere. Well, maybe because, like, in a panicked state, that is some, something someone might like the first thing that might pop in your head. I know, like, 
There's there's some TG Miller jokes that I like. It's fine. I mean, it's not and like that's you're just ones that I like. And yeah. I, my first experience actually with TG Miller was Silicon Valley, and he's actually hilarious in that. Mm. He's actually not overbearing. Kind of uh, disappointed where he went. I mean, he had a brain tumor. Anyway. Yeah, he's got like a TBI. Wait, really? Yeah, he had his. Uh, he doesn't have a filter. His filter's literally gone because uh, they removed that part of his brain. I want to say it was the amygdala, not the amygdala, it's no, the, uh, they, they, frontal they lobe. Removed the the fucking like inhibitor. Yeah. Yeah, it's the. Yeah, he doesn't uh, have that anymore. I think it's the frontal lobe. God, I. It's, 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 like, so, it's, some, it's something yeah, in the it's, frontal lobe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Something. No, uh, the parietal. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't know that actually. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, the parietal. Like, he was, he's been caught uh, like doing a in, bunch of stuff. In a, pro- a lot of inappropriate stuff. It's because he doesn't have the filter. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That sucks. I, I, so this is going to bother me because I, I have a bachelor's in psychology and I can't remember what part of the brain is what all You're the fine, time. Man. Hi. This is Editor Hector here letting you know that it was the prefrontal cortex. This bothered me way too much, so I looked it up. Thank you. Back to the episode. Let's see here. Bruh. I have a bachelor's and I don't remember shit. <laughs> <laughs> you just graduated last year. Yeah, I mean, I I remember very few things. <laughs> Let's put it that way. You're fine. Uh, <laughs> the camera work is all over the place at times. Some's really good, some's jarring, but still good, and some of it was just kind of bad. Did you kind of have the same feeling as me where it's like they they pulled some cards too soon? Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, I guess going back to TJ Miller, because I just don't like him in this. He's just playing himself, and I don't like it. I'm wondering if it was a studio decision. Like, I'm not saying all studio decisions are bad, but this one felt like there were some scenes where it felt like he wasn't seen with the rest of the crew. And it was more individual. And I'm wondering if they added him in last minute and they just reshot some stuff. Because I didn't see him in a big group scene. He was always with like one or two other people. And there were scenes where it was everyone else. No. Well, that, that's that he's saying like that's his conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah. it's his I mean, theory. The thing is, that's correct, though. He's never is? in the big group. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it was because it was he was added on last minute and they couldn't get everyone together for a few scenes. And... Or just scheduling issues. Maybe yeah, he was too. in the movie and just scheduling issues. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, I guess kind of like what I mentioned a little bit earlier, they use a few tricks a few too many times. Like they use the explosions a little too many times. It starts to lose its impact. They look so cool. They look so cool. I'm not denying that. But it, the implosion stops feeling as cool when it happens the third or fourth time in a short movie not the movie's fault like it has to happen it's just like i try i couldn't think of a way to fix it so like i'm not saying it's bad it's just kind of like eh. they it overdid the jump scares too and jump scares there's a few jump scares and yeah. it, by like the, there was like seven and by like the third one it stopped i caught on to when it was gonna happen more often yeah that that's what i met with the I, I know of one i know of one and that's like oh well actually two uh the, when when they're looking at at the glass and like the first checkpoint and the creature like hits it, right? You remember? No. Yeah, yeah. It no, like I before it was like after the first. Walk. There's also the little baby. Yeah, there's the screen. the baby in the elevator. <laughs> there's when they're like, "What was that?" And then the thing jumps at them. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the the other one was when like they light the they light the light on Nora and the creature's like right behind her and like grabs Smith. Yeah, like that. there's a few. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just kind of like it does a little more than I'd like. 
Um, also, the end credit song, like right at the very end, sucked ass. It sucked <laughs> so much ass. It came to chew bubble gum and suck ass, and it's all out of bubble gum. I swear it was so bad. What would you replace it with? I don't know. Uh, I really don't know. I, I, I think it was more of like a marketing thing, like, hey, we'll pay you to put this song in the movie. Mm. But like it, I, it, it was so bad. Is I'm, there is there a genre or like a, a type of artist you could think of? Like not exactly like a song. I'm not trying to like put you on the spot. Like what what song? Sad boy, sad boy stuff, bro. <laughs> For some reason, the only thing I can think of is like something from Muse, but they're a little too. Muse has so many genres. You can actually just be yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking like Muse. something like Devochka, but not Devochka. A not madness. Devochka. Yeah, not the... n- not Devochka, but that type of music, which is like tuba. Uh, strings, upright bass, kind of stuff. Uh, give me some... I don't know. Ah, uh, but uh, yeah, well, maybe madness probably works better. Yeah, especially for the Cthulhu theme. Exactly, and it's kind of like the the lower. Yeah, and then like it's talking about like this is this is redacted. You can't talk to these people. Oh, secret stuff, real spooky. Let me see if I can find something on my likes I, i'm sorry i interrupt no no it's fine i can edit this out let me think if i can find something also potential actor to replace tj miller i thought of somebody charlie day that also works <laughs> i love charlie day actually he could i don't think he could play the exact same version of paul but he could do an iteration of paul no i i yeah. don't know he can do a better paul i honestly <laughs> think he can do no like i'm i'm oh, just from, gonna be from, eating trash sunny. though like it's huh? always sunny no, that, that's no, Frank. But he has no. That's Frank. But no, Charlie. I've seen every episode of It's Always Sunny. Uh, even yeah, the band really ones. One. He can do really good series. He can act more serious even in his comedies. So Never man, I can't Charlie find serious, serious anything role. I'm happy with. Fuck, dude. Uh, or um, another good one. If you've seen Broadchurch, any one of the closing songs from Broadchurch, that would have worked perfect. I'm a huge Flying Lotus fan. Maybe just some like more instrumental flying lotus stuff. He's pretty versatile when he wants to be. Yeah. I I say flying lotus. Why not? Why did I have a feeling you were gonna say flying lotus? Because I've been listening, I've been having Isn't a big he kick. Number of one on Spotify. Yeah, this year he was my number one on Spotify. <laughs> God, flying lotus is so good. There, if he ever comes to Oregon, I'm I'm going. Sorry, we missed him, hon. We never missed him. I thought he came to that was Thunder. Like that was uh thundercat ah close no you're fine i mean they've worked they've done a song together makes okay. sense here's the fixes you're probably thinking heck you're gonna remove tj miller right nah i'm gonna recycle them <laughs> so here's how it works make them less funny slight comic relief is fine but like for example the spongebob joke the metal sponge punk rock spongebob joke eh kind of took me out of the movie remember that joke I don't it's when he's it's when they're getting into the suits for the first time he starts like well if we're doing this we're doing this oh and right he... and he's like well we'll compromise and then he turns it down yeah i did like the line though where he after rodrigo dies he like immediately starts making laughing because it's like i remember the joke rodrigo told me oh yeah that i like that scene a lot because like it really it gave him some depth and yeah made him a better comic and, relief and like, like i'd hope it, it's, it's cool it's the... <laughs> sorry I hoped he'd calm down 
after like that's like okay it's gonna calm down now right but then that was like the only good scene then he kept making joke after joke after joke yeah and when he died i'm just like oh thank god <laughs> and i didn't want that yeah but that that little thing where he laughs and like that that shows that like that that, that that's the thing that pe- people experiencing grief do sometimes oh no i know yeah. i've been making and, yeah. i've lost people and i've made some jokes and stuff it, oh, it makes sense. Well, not, not, not even jokes, jokes but like like thinking of something they said to you and just like laughing at it because it was funny or whatever yeah, yeah. Or just like those sweet little memories that yeah. don't feel important and then that's all you can think about yeah 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 no i really I, yeah. really, really like that scene no it was, so, it was so real so here's how i'm fixing him he was gonna be one of the higher ups like in the company mm-hmm. but he was instead just sent underwater because he was like too wild or like just kind of too wild and weird for the top brass. So like, here, we'll just make you like a manager or something or like an assistant also. And then you can try to work your way up. Also, he isn't really scared or surprised by the fact that there's monsters. And this is in the fix. Okay. And he's almost like antagonistic. Almost like. Like he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to, he's not curious. No, he's like, he doesn't care or he will do some stupid stuff to slow the team down. Um... And he's kind of messing them up. And then like when he dies, for example, he's not as freaked out about it or scared. He almost seems like maybe as he's going down, you can see like a hint of a smile. No, hear me out. So the movie does a pretty good job of, or maybe he like makes a reference to like, yeah, but there's a monster or something down there. Okay, that's too blunt. But like just something that shows that he knows he reminds me of a character from Aliens 2, this version that you're doing. I'm not gonna I say haven't that. seen Aliens 2. Yeah, so. I know. I'm not saying so. I don't want to spoil it for you. So he knows what's going He has an idea of what's going on, right? So also the movie was a little too hopeful for Lovecraftian, sto- for Lovecraftian storytelling. So, for example, Emily notices on the painting that there's a symbol, right? That's what she'll see. But it's really faded and worn, so she can't tell for sure what it is. So then it's Emily and what's his name? Paul. Paul, the one who survived? Smith. Oh, Smith. Smith, thank you. They're being interviewed by the board and the CEO, which is unusual because, mm-hmm. you know, why would they be a part of this? And they ask questions. And once again, there's that whole thing of like, they're not surprised by what they're hearing. Mm. And then at one point, Emily just kind of gets like a look of realization on her face. And she's like, you knew didn't you the ceo rolls up his sleeve and there's a tattoo with the same symbol is it the king and yellow symbol i i don't know maybe also there's one more thing is that i think shortly after i'm taking a bit from you mm-hmm. shortly after because uh, they said that she was that uh what's her name nora mm-hmm. was diving a lot with her fiance yeah they, she smith and her fiance yes sam. so they were all pretty close he gets uh sam was the name of the, the fiance. fiance sam goes on that shipwreck dies on that shipwreck shortly afterwards she gets hired to work on the her and smith, smith get hired to work on the drill it was the setup later on to so that they wouldn't investigate what was going on the ceo's like 
Also, they're being interviewed up high this time, right? In the highness skyscraper. So he has a symbol. He's been setting them up as a sacrifice for Cthulhu to make more and spread more, make more babies and stuff and spread more of this Mm -hmm. so that they can one day rise to the surface. That's the implication. I'm not saying it out loud in the movie, but it's just kind of like, I'm trying to sell the pieces. Yeah. And now there are two of them are now not trapped underwater, but they're trapped up in the sky. And the CEO offers them a choice for once. You can either join us as safety experts on the next rebuilding of the drill or you'll just mysteriously disappear. And now here they are, more trapped and confined than they were even underwater, but now in total opposite situation of being up in the sky. Oh, you can even do like what I did and have have him say like, oh, we're doing a drilling expedition off in Antarctica because uh, Mountains of Madness is uh, all in Antarctica. Yeah, for sure. Let's do that. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, they're now more trapped than they ever were. And that's how it ends. That's dark. Yes. It was fitting more of the theme of Lovecraft. Because yeah, even, no even when they survive, they're still haunted and scarred, and there's a chance it'll come back to bite them again later. Yeah. Yep. This is a short episode, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Although uh I did want to do one little thing. You know, it's the end of the year. Everybody's doing like their raps or their like, you know, uh like summary things. We've done this podcast for over a year now in 2021 if you had to pick one movie from all the ones we've watched from rain of fire to underwater what's one you would absolutely want to keep and one you absolutely want to forget oh a movie that i would yes that we watched or that that we watched specifically for the podcast so like Like, an episode of our podcast oh to keep in our podcast to keep in our brains like if you had to oh so a movie to remember and a movie to forget yeah like if you if you only could remember one movie from 2021 that we did for the podcast what would that be and then vice versa if there was one episode of the podcast you wished we didn't do what was it and why oh jujitsu (laughs) forget um and to remember man i have to look at the list I have my answers if I can go. Yeah. I was actually really proud of, well, can I give two yeah, little mini answers yeah, for yeah, yeah, the yeah, likes? Yeah. Uh, we just did the Christmas episode and I was just happy to have my mom there. It was fun. So I want to keep that one. Yeah. She's not, you know, she's not going to listen to this one. <laughs> and the other one that I really liked as a movie, actually, Jujitsu is probably my, one of my more better ones to fix because I feel like I, well, I'm not, I'm not necessarily talking about, like, I say episodes, but more like a movie that, like, you loved so much, you want to, rem- you would, you would have been happy to watch it without the podcast. Oh, or, Annihilation, like, mo- for sure. Yeah. No, Annihilation, one of my favorite movies we've, I've watched yeah. in a long time. Yeah. Uh, movies I, episodes, movies I dislike, mm-hmm. uh, and it's also the same as it's the one I'd erase, Vivarium, I already forget the movie exists. I forget we watched it until every time I scroll down to count the episodes for the next one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, we watched Vivarium. And I think Ruthie Tremi says like six times now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, this year we had good picks. I'm not going to pick Annihilation because that's what I was going to say. Raya to remember. Keep... Raya to remember? I really like Raya. I really liked our episode on Raya. 
Well, not not just like the episode, but like uh, of the movies. Yeah, Raya. Raya. It was so close to being good, but it was still pretty good. Mm. It was so close to being great. What's what? And you said you forget jujitsu. Jujitsu, because uh, I don't want. Hmm. But it is Nick Cage, though. He's not as in. He's not in as much as we would all like. Let's. You're yeah. fine. I mean, yeah. I hope you don't. I hope you're not mad at me not saying I like saying I don't like Vivarium, Ed. It just. Oh no! It was shit. weird as shit. Yeah. I. It's not even that. I just don't remember shit. Um, it. It was definitely uh, a think... movie. It was made. <laughs> it was a movie. Bit of a nothing burger. Yeah. I think for my next pick, I'm going to pick another Jesse Eisenberg movie. No, you're not. No, I, I mean, the <laughs> next time I do, I'm available to pick. That's, I think it's uh, called like The Double or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's pretty Ruthie. The movie I'd forget is probably Cure for Wellness. I didn't care for it. The rage that we gave, the the... Yeah, the f- discussion between Ed and I, you, me, and Ed having that schism was kind of fun for that episode. I wouldn't want to forget that part. Yeah, but it gave me like. No, that's fair. No, yeah, the movie's squick- I mean, squicky in a yeah. bad way. Um. Why does everyone hate that movie except me? You're fine, dude. <laughs> Even Chris Stuckman liked that movie. I'm gonna say for keepsies, either Suspiria or Jujitsu. Jujitsu because I like bad movies and Suspiria was actually like a, a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but like, whenever I pick a movie that is good, like there's not a lot to fix. But then you pick Suspiria, which is a good movie, but there's a lot to fix for some reason. Like I pick <laughs> the I pick the good movies that I guess are just too simple to fix. I've picked some really stinkers that are just so bad. It's like, where do we even begin? Yeah, so like, we're all, yeah, where, we, where we literally story. reshoot the entire freaking movie. I actually, those are some of my favorites. That's yeah. like kind of the best time to do the podcast. Like, let's start that? over. Yeah. Let's fix all of this. We can build him better. I can milk you. I don't know why I said that. Uh, no, no, you no, got to no. cut that out. <laughs> well no like what's what's like the the like astro boy trope like uh or, astro boy yeah like we can build him or we can build him back we have the technology oh you know you, bicentennial man you know what movie what? actually i'm gonna pick next when i can <laughs> hector you, you loved this movie what, what you movie? loved I'm watching scared. this movie with me i'm scared what is it i'm excited at Astra. There's so Ed, much to I fix. swear to God, I will There's so much. I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna revel in it. Are you just gonna let him pick that I one? I mean soon? it's not even it's not even like a horrible movie. It's just terrible. I, no, execution. it sucks at no okay. It's, it's not Ed, that I'm letting him pick it, it's that he's going to pick another movie and then he's going to pick at Astra. I have no Okay Ed Okay, Ed. If we're playing this game, I have one ready for you next time. All if right, you make me watch that Astro again, I have the perfect move for you. Let's do it. Let's do it. Do it. Do me hard. <laughs> Cut that out. I'm not no, cutting that out. That's too good. <laughs> what is it? I'm not telling you. You'll have to find out when I announce it. I told you, bruh. You didn't have to. I didn't agree. Okay. You played your cards too soon. You got no one to hold it. Yeah, I would forget Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> Keep Raya. That's fine. That's yeah, good. 
right. Well, by the time this episode comes out, if I am get it done on time, it'll be on uh, Christmas Eve. So Merry Christmas to everyone who uh, is listening on the opening day or day before the day of after. I mean, just Merry Christmas. Anyways. Yeah. And if you don't Merry celebrate Christmas. Christmas, happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Diwali already happened, but happy that too. Winter solstice. I don't know if that already started. Uh, winter solstice is usually around like on Happy Saturnia. Happy Yule. Yule. Advent. There's an Advent. The Advent. An Festivus, if you're a Seinfeld fan. My and friend New Year's. Is. And New Year's. Yes. I don't know about New Year. <laughs> Goodbye to 2021. Hello, 2022. In its garbage fire. Where it yeah. Are you guys in the same boat as me that it feels like it should be 2020 turning into 2021? Because oh, the yeah, real 2020 sure. was, didn't like exist. That. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like the end of 2020. True. I mean, still though, like that year didn't exist for some like. I, I, I like 2021 personally. I didn't have. I was a good. No, 2020 like didn't the... exist. 2020. Oh yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Didn't exist for me. Yeah, it does kind of w- exist in this like pocket dimension. It's yeah. it's weird. I had some stuff because of some weird experiences, so I'm not like saying mm-hmm. it was it was a year for me that existed. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I graduated that logo. year, but it still doesn't exist for me. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. We done so ratings or yeah yeah uh B plus really seriously a oh B. <laughs> seriously it's good but the some parts of it kind of blend together and i'm gonna forget parts just because of that and not a bad way it's just not yeah. how my brain it's works a, it's a good movie it's a great movie i, I, I give it a, that. i give it a b plus mostly because it's, i feel like you could you could put more stuff in it there's oh. nothing bad with it you could just put more things that are that's fair there. anyone seen or read anything interesting uh, or played anything interesting? I I watched a doozy of a movie this last weekend. You guys want to hear it? A doozy of a movie. Let's yeah, hear it. y'all heard of a little ditty called uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife? Oh, a hidden gem. Yes. Yeah. It it. Ruthie yeah. went to see it with her mom, and they both didn't like it. And they're both super positive about these movies. <laughs> yeah, my mom and I love Ghostbusters, and uh, I don't like Ghostbusters. Big Ooftsville. That's what they should have called. I hung out with my grandma-in-law and we went Christmas shopping instead. We had a lot more fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. It's easy pickings if we can't think of a re- movie to reshoot. That means I have to watch Ghostbusters 1. Yeah. It's a good revenge pick, Ed. I saw um, West Side. I mean, yeah, I saw West Side Story today. Yeah. It's good. The, the remake, right? You got to specify. Yeah, the Spielberg. Yes. The new Steven Spielberg one. Yeah, it is good. Speak like actual Puerto Ricans. They say vamos. really, really, they say vamos, not vamos. They say yeah, vamos, but vamos. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, the main dude, the main Puerto Rican dude. Uh, my mom at least said he sounds more Cuban. <laughs> yeah. He sounds more like being like a Cuban. But all the other ones were very, very much like, oh, I'm. I feel like I'm. I'm in like Puerto Rico. Because they're speaking oh, good. Puerto Rican Spanish. It's oh, good. Yeah, I'm so glad. I'm gonna because they don't pronounce it then. that many s's. That's how you know someone is Puerto Rican. True. Yeah. Can confirm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I watched IT Crowd. I'm watching IT Crowd. I'm almost done with the show. I saw one clip of IT Crowd. It's really funny. My God, that show. They, they, they made they made an answering machine. Yeah, yeah, that's a classic and, and, one. It's like, their... Someone calls and they're just like, have you tried turning it off and on again? <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's really funny. And it the brilliant part of that show is that the characters start out so crazy and flanderized already mm-hmm. that you can't, it's hard to stretch them further. I love Moss. Oh, Moss is great. Moss. I came here to drink milk and kick ass and I'm all out of milk. Yeah. And I just finished my milk. <laughs> and it's for a game of like basically the equivalent to Street Jeopardy. It's or, no, it's like it's, it's like co- Street Scrabble. It's Street Scrabble, yeah. It's hilarious. So because Ed and I somehow both lost the bet that we made without Ruthie, Ruthie gets to pick because for they me. involved the podcast. And, oh, oh, you're letting me take your pick because you picked for both of us because we both Ed and I both lost. So well, no, just just tell just tell tell the lovely listeners what you picked. Oh, for me? Yeah. The last Lovecraft. <laughs> We're going even harder on the, the thing I found is a joke to mess with Ruthie to show the trailer of. Has backfired in his face. And now we're going to watch the whole movie. Who knows? It might be actually pretty good, but it's a small little indie flick. I'm going to try not to make fun of it too much. Anyway, we'll see how, or not make fun of it. I'll try not to. Sh- we're going like, to try not to punch down on yeah, it. Yeah, we're going to try not to punch and also, down on it. it. Say the full name. It's The Last Lovecraft Relic of Cthulhu. Yeah, give it the respect it deserves. Yeah. Okay, The Last Lovecraft Relic of Cthulhu. <laughs> uh, have a good day, everyone. Yes, have a very day, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Saturnia. That's what I subscribe to. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Later. Today's film was Underwater, directed by William Eubank. The screenplay was written by Brian Duffield and Adam Kozad. The cinematographer was Bojan Bazelli. Go show some love to their various social media accounts. They made a movie, which is more than we can hear. Our next episode will be The Last Lovecraft, Relic of Cthulhu. Have a nice day!